All right, once again, this is Radio in Chicago here on 88.7 WLUW, broadcasting from the campus of Loyola University. Thank you so much for everybody stopping by, coming through, listening. In the studio right now, Jack Red. Yeah. How are you, man? I am well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, just coming in and oh, being for here. Sure. Thanks and for having me. Hanging out early and just kind of <laughs> yeah. taking it all in. I like the vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. it was, and it's been kind of crazy yeah. with everything going on. Um, <laughs> This is your first time here, yeah. so why don't you give us a little bit of history in regards to who you are and kind of like how you came through. Word. Um, my name is Jack Red, um, artist and producer from South Side of Chicago. Um, I have worked with a ton of artists in Chicago and, and been doing a lot kind of behind the scenes. I'm um, just using this as an opportunity to step out and, you know, show the world what I'm doing on my own. So you started off real young just singing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, where did you kind of... Where um, did you get that? Like, was that something like from your family or were you kind of like? Definitely from my family. Uh, everybody in my family sings. Uh-huh. Um, my mom would say I came out the womb singing <laughs> instead of crying. But uh, but yeah, I started uh, singing for real, for real, like at the age of seven. Uh-huh. Um, my parents enrolled myself and my brother into uh, Chicago's Merritt School of Music. Oh, yeah. At the time, I was the youngest student in the conservatory, which was kind of cool. Um, studied voice, percussion, um, um, piano, um, cello, cello didn't stick, trombone, <laughs> trombone didn't stick. Um, but yeah, uh, so, so music's definitely been uh, a part of me s- since a very young age. So given all that history, what kind of brought you towards hip hop? Um, Cause you, I mean, that you were obviously you were studying a little bit more traditional. No, I mean, not that hip yeah, hop no, isn't now sure. traditional right. in a lot of ways, but, uh, you know, like the yeah. classics, I guess. Yeah, I, well, I grew up on, on Motown. My father is an entertainer. Um, he has a group called The Moods, and they just do, like, all Motown. So, uh-huh. like, you know, a lot of people consider the 90s, like, the golden era of hip-hop. But, like, <laughs> I mean, I consider Motown to be the golden era of music in general. You yeah, know, it's a yeah. timeless era that, that, you know, young and old people still enjoy today. So, you know, having that background and, and being um, introduced to, like, you know, uh, barbershop harmony and you know stuff like that at a, at a young age and and then having that sort of atmosphere with my brother because my brother and I would, would sing around a lot and um and yeah that that part of it sticks in a lot of my music that I have today um as far as hip-hop goes that's just something that I don't think anybody can help but fall in love with you yeah. know what I'm saying and so especially being from Chicago and you know the rich culture the rich music culture um that's here as well um it's just it, yeah, it's something I gravitated toward. So you kind of made you. I mean, you kind of made your way through the through hip hop really well, and you got to partner with a lot of different companies and things mm-hmm. like that. How intimidating was that for you to either start? Was it just something that like you you felt mm-hmm. it was going to come naturally, or yeah? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, I'm a singer. I'm a singer from yeah. you know top to bottom, flat foot, all that, you know, <laughs> and so. Um, so when you and when you just have a general passion and love for music. Almost any genre, you know, you can you can find a, an easy way to approach it. You know, um, hip hop is is something that I include in my music, but I would definitely say that I'm a bigger part of the R and B community. Okay. Um, and so, but it's 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 still essential in the sound um, that I bring forth. You know, it has some of those elements. Um, but but working with like you know larger acts and companies and things like that, it's not intimidating as long as you you are confident in your abilities. You know, and understand what you bring to the table then, you know, everything else is fun. Has there ever been a give and take when you've worked with, uh, let's start off with company and then we'll go to mm-hmm. particular, like, an artist or say, 
you work with the company, you're like, this is this is what I have for you, and mm. they're just like, we need something more like this or like that. How do you oh, have yeah. you ever had that situation? Yeah, and, and what has happened for you? Um, How much give and take is there? There's there's you you have to be flexible in this industry, you know, and on on any platform, you have to be extremely flexible. Um, I did a uh, I partnered with McDonald's for a commercial record, and they wanted something very particular. You know, and they said, hey, we want we want this style and we want, you know, to have these emotions and we wanted to incite this response and, you know, everything like that. And so, um, you know, when when I first took a stab at it, it was just like, OK, that's cool. Let's switch this around, switch that around, you know, and they're always going to have their tweaks, even if it's perfect. You yeah. know, all companies are going to have tweaks because, you know, it's like, well, we you know, this is our thing, you know. It's yeah, like, it's, it's a little bit hard, right, to be handing over a baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 it's definitely. <laughs> In a lot of senses. Yeah, I'm definitely handing over uh, my seed, if that's. And then when you work with other, <laughs> when you work with other people, how does that, what's the give and take there? Because that's got to be completely different, too, because yeah. that's a little bit more open, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, definitely. Um, when you're working with people, it's, it's really just about the vibe and how you have fun with it. Yeah. Um, you don't. It's if it if there's any tension or friction, like it just usually doesn't work out. Like you, but you you know that about an artist, you know before you get into the studio, before uh-huh. you get into the creative process. That that it's really the initial interaction that sparks any potential creative partnership at all. You know, so um, so I, I've I very seldom. I don't think I've ever had like tension with an artist. Yeah. Um, but again, you have to be flexible. You know, like I bring an idea, I bring something to the table. And if I'm partnering with someone, their idea is just as important, you know. And so we, you know, flip flop. I'll add something. And you can't you have to have confidence, but you can't have like an ego because like, that's <laughs> hugely yeah, important. Yeah. You know, you just um, so. So when you come into something and you make a suggestion, because that's what everything is, you right. know, in in its infancy. It, and if the other artist is like, yeah, I like that. But what if we tried this? You know, I'm like, OK, we can try that. And then vice versa. If they introduce something that. I'm like, oh, no, that's kind of whack. But we could flip it like this, and then we're good. You know, It's all so, about the way you yeah, present it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Presentation is key. Yes. Um, you're, get, you're working on an EP? Yes. Tell, talk to us a little bit about that. Working on an EP, um, finishing it up, um, dropping it in two parts. Um, the first part uh, should be dropping um, sometime late October. And uh, the second part, we're going to push back a little bit. But, yeah, um, it's called Homegrown. It is it's pretty much an introduction project to who I am as an artist. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people uh, in Chicago know me uh, on a few different platforms, even uh, Fillmore Green. You know, <laughs> just said it a couple seconds ago, like, yo, I know you as such and such. I didn't yeah. even put it together. This is crazy. You know, so like, you know, this is this is very much so uh, uh, let's clear the air. It's you kind know. of interesting when you are somebody and now you have to brand yourself mm-hmm. and even the idea of like branding yourself it's yeah. such a corporate term yeah, to be like yeah. i'm branding myself but this is art mm. i'm branding <laughs> myself and this is art yeah well it's business you know at the end of the day it's it's the music business and it's very much so is the business of music you know and so understanding that i'm a business you know and, and what i'm doing i very much so do it for the passion because i love it but the goal is to turn it into something that I can sustain a living. Were you able to tackle that fairly easy or did the business aspect come with a little bit of like hardships? Cause um, I know that can trip, trip yeah, up a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it was definitely an adjustment. It's, you know, you never stop growing. I'm still growing. I'm still progressing. I'm still getting better at the, you know, yeah. the business aspect of it, you know, and I surround myself with people, you know, like, like the people on my team, you know, who, um, 
who have those strengths, you know, and, and having mentors that, that I could, you know, look up to and, and take note from to keep me on the right path. Yeah. So the EP's coming out mm-hmm. October the first half. Why did you decide to kind of split it into two segments? Um, it's uh, I cover a lot of ground and um, there there's a, there's a central theme. But, you know, me being a producer as well, I, I definitely like to. Uh, experiment with sounds and everything so yeah. i kind of wanted to have the first part have an identity and then the second part have you know its own identity but they are very much so part of the same got it so you brought in a couple tracks mm-hmm. let's get into the first one the first one is uh homegrown homegrown oh yeah here on radio one jack red Shytown magic, Southside habits, Kenwood class, but your point's still savage. Corner store connoisseur, land of milk and honey buns, the flaming hots with cheese and quarter water jugs. I'm coming home like when they dropped out, never would have made it. What I sing at graduation, spent the summer drumming out bangers in my mama's basement. I'm still alive, so I guess mama, I made it. I got big dreams, destined for big things, but I'm still that little singing boy from Aberdeen. I had to leave home to get my own, but my own you know, so homegrown. Sing it, yeah, I'm so. I should have lost my life. Dirty cops, damn, I almost lost Big Pro twice. So flew my mom out to LA, LA. But after a day, she couldn't wait to get home. Rather trade the palm trees just to stay in the snow. Cause boy, it ain't got nothing on that shite town so long.
All right, that right there was Homegrown by Jack Red, and we have Jack Red hey. in the studio. So let me let me just read something. It says, being homegrown is about embracing who we are at the core and then living our lives from the inside out. Mm-hmm. It's something you said. Yes. Tell me about where that came from and what that means to you and what that should mean to everybody. Uh, well, as I as I make the or as I made the transition um, from you know behind the scenes into you know the the artist up front, you know we we under we have to understand like you know when you're an entertainer, people want to know you. They want to know what you're about, what you know, what you stand for, what's your story, and so um, and that's what I wanted this project to be about. It's just like you know what. What is uh, what's the story and who, who am I and, and how can I introduce myself to the world in a way that is genuine, relatable and um, entertaining. So at the first section of the uh, interview, we talked about Motown mm-hmm. and one of the huge reasons that Motown kind of became Motown it was. Mm-hmm public schools were funded mm. and all the people <laughs> that went to public schools at the time, mm-hmm. they grew up like Barry Gore and all those people. They were actually able to, to do that. Mm. Public schools aren't getting funded right now, but you have been very good in regards to working with the community mm-hmm. and kind of doing your own thing to kind of almost make sure that that doesn't happen yeah. here in Chicago. Um, can you, can you tell us a little bit about yeah, Rhyme Room? Sure. And, um, well, and well first about that. Um, firstly, I went to Kenwood. I went to, to high school at Kenwood Academy. Shout out, Kenwood. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's if anybody knows anything about Kenwood, it's heavily uh, centered in the arts. You know, if I if I wasn't in the choir at Kenwood, I don't know what I'd be doing. You know, uh-huh. it, it shaped me as an artist. It shaped me as a person. It shaped me as a leader um, to to understand um, how to to reach people and affect people through this medium. And so. Um, I, I run a, a program called Rhyme Room uh, in partnership with After School Matters. It's a recording intensive, and essentially we get uh, teens from all across the city uh, to come in, and um, I teach them basics of songwriting and music production, and I produce their music. We go to the studio, and you know they lay down the, the, the jammy jams, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know we get them a photo shoot. Um, I bring you know some of uh, my artist friends to to come and do some like Q and A, um, some you know really uh, really dope Chicago musicians come in and partner with them and like create music as well. We just like to create an environment that fosters you know creativity, um, leadership, um, peer development, and uh, you know help teens overcome struggles of self expression, um, peer pressure, things like that. We just really we want to provide an opportunity for teens to to express themselves in a positive, safe environment. Have you ever seen any kids kind of come in and almost be unsure that that was a possibility? Oh, all the time. All the time. And, like, to be honest, I didn't know that they had taken arts, like the choir, because we're stationed at Simeon right now, and Uh we've been there for a little while. Before it was Rhyme Room, um, I was running a program in conjunction with a friend of mine um, called The Music Lab, and this is kind of like a branch off of that, but the concept started with him. And um, shout out Justin, um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah we get teens in and and they're not too sure exactly what to expect from the program. Just like yeah, I just heard like 
I can sing, you know, I can come <laughs> and sing or I can learn to sing or, you know. Yeah. And then once they get into the program and they see that, you know, well, this is this is a community that, that we want you to be a part of for the rest of your life. And that, you know, what you learn here, it's your duty to pass it on. It's your duty to, you know, uh, spread that positivity to, you know, some of the other students, some other people in your community, you know, yeah. and to, you know, we want to give you a light so you can be the light wherever you go. I mean, I think that's hugely important because as much as schools try to do things, as much as parents try to do things, as much mm-hmm. as communities try to do things, if it's not told to the students to to do things, mm-hmm. <laughs> they they won't. Yeah, they'll they, be like, "Oh, kids. I'm just getting this." Right? Yeah, no. So they, at the end of the day, they're kids, and you know, kids need guidance, kids need direction, kids need you know outlets, kids need role models, you know, kids need leaders. You know, um, what got you on track to to kind of do your own well yeah i started um i started in the program um back in like oh nine and then became an instructor and um and now some some of the teens that were in the program with me as an instructor are now my co-instructors wow you know and and we want to keep that going and it's but that's that's what it's about you know it's like I mean, and everybody's not going to... Our job is to provide the opportunity. Yeah. You know, our job is to provide the outlet. Well, I think that's what anybody wants. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just that simple word of yeah. opportunity. Opportunity. And, you know, and when you take that from teens, when you take hope from teens, when you take, you know, there, there's some... If, if these kids are anything like me, music is everything to me. I don't... I mean, I'm intelligent, but I don't know, like, <laughs> too much of anything else yeah, other, yeah, yeah. you know, outside no. of music. Like, you know, and so if I didn't have that, if I didn't have that outlet, if I didn't have those memories and those fun times and those experiences through this medium, I don't know where I would be, what I'd be doing, who I would know, who I would be, you know. And so 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 having something as simple as, you know, this concept in this program, it's simple. You know, kids just come in and have fun, you know, and like, yeah. and, you know, it's 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 easy. And so and we during the program, we try to give them some things to help. Uh, develop their career readiness skills, you know, their uh, professional skills, you know, in the workplace, because not everybody's cut out to be, you know, Mariah Carey or, you know, R. Kelly or Beyonce, you know, even though that may be their dream and they were, we're there to support that. But in conjunction, we want to provide other skills as well. Well, and I don't think kids necessarily understand that they can go hand in hand or mm-hmm. that you can get one from the other. Exactly. Like what, like, could you talk a little bit about that in regards yeah. to like, Maybe what are some of like either the classes that you gave or or some some moment that shined where like the kids like oh my god I yeah. get it I got this from yeah so well I'll, I'll touch on this first there was there was a young man um, we were holding auditions and um, young man came into the audition and um, so we said okay what are you here to do are you here to to sing and he said no I'm like, okay are you here to rap and he's like no no <laughs> like, oh oh you're a producer my bad you're a producer let me hear your beats he's like no I don't do that either. So I was like, oh, so, you know, that's what this, this program is. So what do you do? <laughs> you know, and he was like, well, to be honest, I just know if I'm not in here, I'm going to get into something I shouldn't be wow. doing. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's moments like that that, you know, impact what we do and, and is a stark reminder that, okay, this is why we're here. So even, even if they can't get those skills up front, you know, even if, if, even if they don't come in with that desire, like as long as we create the environment for teens to want to explore something or have the, like you said, the opportunity, opportunity. to explore something, then, you know, there you go. But an aha moment, I would say, would be with um, one of my co-instructors. Um, she was in the program when she was a freshman um, and she was in it through all four years of high school. And now she's an instructor. 
but like you know she was she was into she was always into the arts yeah um but now like she she understands you know the business side of this thing you know she understands that it's while it's fun as you mature and as you grow you know your skills and your focus has to grow as well yeah. you know and and so um and i noticed those things you know in her like towards her senior year which prompted me to bring her on as an instructor in the first place so um and there are a few other stories like that where it's just like you know yeah, this this is fun and this is cool, but like I can make a career out of this, you know. Um, and and she does things. She works in other avenues of the music industry. Like she, you know, does vocal production for different artists. You know, she she hits the studio with other artists and helps them write. You know, she also has her own music. Um, other students are now in college for music business. You know, um, but they still you know love making music as well. Um, and so it's just, I think I think we're just getting started with this thing. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, it's. Um it's very powerful. It's very, it's great that you're able to do something like that. Because God knows how many people need that, especially yeah. now. Yeah. You know, with, with just every not you know not only everything that's going on nationally, but mm-hmm. like even here in the city, mm-hmm. and that you're giving back to the city. I mean, that's really impressive. You yeah. know, um, I don't, I almost don't even know where to take it from <laughs> here. You know, I know we got to talk about your show and everything. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Well, no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but it's like that transition. Um, yeah, I just want to congratulate you oh, on that. Thank you. I appreciate first of all, but let's get back to you a little okay. bit more <laughs> specifically, as opposed to. Um, but if you know, first of all, if kids do want to find out things like that, mm-hmm. how how can they find that? Um, you can go on the website uh, rhymeroom.org. Um, you can also find information about the parent nonprofit, which is afterschoolmatters.org, um, and there are tons of different programs um, that you can get involved in. Ours, in particular, specializes in recording arts and songwriting. Yeah. Um, but but I think having opportunities and outlets for any anything you're interested in, you know, just anything, any way to be creative and to be surrounded by, you know, positive thoughts, positive people and fun, you know, is what the youth needs in Chicago. I definitely want to invite you guys back for sure yes. for that. Like anytime you guys have a graduating class, per se, definitely. you guys need to come in and oh, play yeah. your tracks for us. Oh, yes, yes. yes. So <laughs> let's let's talk about that once we're off the air. OK. <laughs> But you have yes. a show coming up yes. <laughs> next week. Have a show. Let's do the business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, business. Um, Redline Tap. That's Redline a. That's tap. a. You know, that's such an interesting place to be. The yeah. Redline Tap. Have you Have you performed there before? I haven't. Um, I have buddies who've been there, and they're yeah. just like, you know, anything goes in. Well, not anything goes in. There, <laughs> like, you know, the vibe is just very. Free, it is. It's very. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's you know. So I'm excited. They've turned about that, that place around from yeah. like back. Like that's where I grew up. Oh, is sweet. West yeah. Rogers Park. Like okay. Way back in the day, so I've been there. <laughs> when is a real dump? No, <laughs> no, but it's amazing. Like the guy, like uh, Brettley, mm-hmm. totally gutted that place out. Oh, wow, kind yeah. of like really um, told the man, like the owners, he's like, "You need to invest in yeah. sound. You need yeah. to invest in this." And they they really brought that up. How did you how did you fall into that place? Um, there's a, um, a promotional company, uh, Funhouse Entertainment, um, and he, he's actually a friend of my father's too. Um, and he reached out and said, Hey, you know, love your music. I'd love to set up a show with you. Yeah. You know, um, this is when and where can you do it? I was like, yeah, of course. You know, so, um, so I'm excited about that show. It's next week. Um, the 12th, uh, what time doors open at eight, uh-huh. uh, Who's tickets gonna be at you? the door, tickets at the door are 10 bucks. Uh-huh. Um, I'm on the bill. Uh, there's another artist, Jews on the bill, Foss and Costanza are on the bill as well. Um, but I'm bringing I'm bringing the funk that night. You know? <laughs> so yeah. how do you perform? I know like it's one thing to be a producer, and 
so much stuff is done on a computer mm-hmm. nowadays. How do you how do you bring that yeah. out? Well, I mean, like I said, you know, I I grew up, you know, my father's a musician, right. and so uh, I, I grew up around real music, and so <laughs> um, I got my band coming with me. Nice. Um, I got a little sharp coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> she's a rapping violinist. Wow. Um, awesome. She's super fire. Um, I got uh, keys, drums, bass. I got some. I got some cool things coming. You got You got to come. I'm not gonna. Yeah. You know, you got to come and experience the vibe. It's definitely a, a vibe. A thing to do. Yeah. yeah. The sure. show we had, we had a show a little while back, and it was it was a great turnout. You know, people were crying, people were laughing. You know, strangers strangers were hugging. Like yeah. you know, it's it's uh, a. <laughs> it sounds like a, what it's needed. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know what I'm saying. So, but it's it's still a good time. You yeah. know, we have those records where you can tee up and like jump around. <laughs> um, but we also have those joints you can slow dance to and grind a little bit. Right. So, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's about love. And, and as long as you want that, that's what you get in my show. So you have an EP, mm-hmm. once again, Homegrown. Mm-hmm. going to be split in two. The first part comes out. End of October. End of October. Mm-hmm. And then the later will come yeah, out stay later. Tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. And if people want to stay tuned, mm-hmm. how can we do that? Follow me on uh, all social media, Life of Jack Red. Um, it's my IG. It's my Twitter uh, the SoundCloud. Um, you can also go to my website, www.lifeofjackred.com. Um, you can ask, you know, your local business about me, my name out here in these streets, fam. Or yeah, you know. So yeah. Well, thank you so much. For sure. We got we got a smidge of a track. <laughs> yeah, we got a sneak <laughs> peek, some new music. Look, coming at you live. There yeah, you take it away. Here at Radio One Chicago. This is a new track. Uh, called Naked Heads, just a snippet of it. Um, super cool people on the boards. Go ahead. Get go, girl, let your friends know You know exactly what I'm on, yeah 